Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Adventist Radio London. Inspiration for the soul. Bringing you the best music, great vibes, and wisdom for your weekday morning. Join us, Ray Patrick, Paul Lee, and Josephine Wilkinson, from 7 to 9 weekday mornings, for the newest and greatest breakfast show on the radio. Oh yes, like the do in the morning. Good morning, everyone. You hear my croaky voice. I'm trying to work on that. <laughs> it is the breakfast show here on Adventist Radio London with myself, um, Ray Patrick, and Paul Lee, um, who is shouting instructions from behind me, <laughs> getting me together. And of course, Josephine Wilkinson, um, who is in studio as well. We are the breakfast team and we are <laughs> excited to be <laughs> in the radio with you. Um, we have a very interesting lineup, um, and it, I believe it's a special lineup um, of different things that will happen along the way each, each and every uh, weekday morning. Um, and so we want to begin with a word of prayer, and then we'll go into the menu for the morning, our breakfast menu. Let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you for your goodness, your grace, your love. We ask you now, Lord, to take full control of not only this radio um, show, but the entire day here on Adventist Radio London. Be with all of our listeners, and I pray that this ministry today will reach the hearts of men and women. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. 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 amen and amen. It is The Breakfast Show here on Adventist Radio London. Um, we are looking forward uh, to you eating your cornmeal porridge with us. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe your <laughs> planting that you've just finished frying. Maybe even a bowl of cornflakes. That's what I was going to say. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and um, in studio, we have our own breakfast before us. Um, got vegan stuff. Amen. Amen. And uh, well, for two people and the third one. Is um, um, anyway, as we move forward. What have you got in it? And um, 
uh, and we are looking forward to enjoying that with you. As part of our menu um, here on Adventist Radio London, The Breakfast Show, we want to um, begin with a word of devotion and prayer, testimony, and then we want to move uh, from there um, into our children's spotlight. Then we have a youth and teens um, spotlight, and then we have a wonderful health spotlight from some of the leading health people in the world, and um, and we want to bring that to you each and every morning. Uh, meandering through that is good music, amen, for your journey into work, um, and of course, as well as, as the good music, we have a conversation. We have the news. Amen. We can't forget the news, uh, letting you know what's happening in the world. Um, and so we have all of those wonderful things as we move forward. And so we ask you to stay with us. Send a link to a friend. Um, like I always say on my other show, to your enemy, to your frenemy, to the police. Just send a link um, and let them know that we are live in studio here at Adventist Radio London. Um, it's The Breakfast Show um, on Adventist Radio London. Storms and rain won't cease. I'll forever praise and worship your name. Yes, I will. I praise, I praise, I praise your name. Such a holy name, Jesus. Jesus. Never change. change. Yesterday. Yesterday, today, forever. Oh, I give my life as a living sacrifice today. Ooh, yeah. Lift your name high. Lift your name high. Protect me from all harm. I'll forever praise and I will worship you. And that's why I will always, I will always praise you. I praise your name. Such a holy name, Jesus. Never 
as a living sacrifice. Oh, I lift your name, oh my Lord Jesus. We lift your name high. Oh, yeah, Jesus, you, you never change. And I'm so grateful today. You're listening to Adventist Radio London. All right, we are back. We are back. This is Josephine speaking. If you think the voice is switched up from Ray Patrick, it is me. And we are going to dive into the Ray of Hope um, devotional. If you're not tuned in, it's on God interest. It comes through every weekday for us to listen to. And today's um, topic is entitled God's Mind. Have you ever thought about it, what it would be like peeking into the mind of God? Many of us bask in the knowledge of God's presence with us. We find comfort in words like, I will never leave you or forsake you, or surely I'm with you always. Our hearts ponder and cling to his always abiding presence. The psalmist in Psalms 139 gives us a peek into God's mind. Not only do we think about God, but he thinks about us. David seems almost overwhelmed by the concept of God's unwavering attention to his children. He describes God's thoughts as not merely cerebral. They are precious, great and heavy. David says God's thoughts about us are not only rare and beautiful, but vast in number. It is as, go- it is th- as though God's mind contemplating us overflows with thought after thought after thought towards his precious children. Today, as we peek into God's mind and see his unconditional love and divine acceptance of sinners like us, should draw us to our knees in wonder and adoration. We do not deserve such loving attention. It is an irresistible gift of a gracious God. Psalms 139 verse 17 says, How precious are your thoughts concerning me, O God! How vast is the sum of them! Let us pray. Yahweh, I am drawn to you in a new way as I ponder your thoughts about me. Father, how you must long for my companionship, just as you wanted to walk with your first children in the garden. God, I long to have your mind of unconditional love. Thank you, oh thank you, for your care and acceptance of a sinner like me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Oh, wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Um, you know, in studio with us, we have Candice this morning. Um, of course, Paul Lee is here. Josephine is here. I'm here. And when I was writing that, one of the things that struck me was looking in or taking a peek into the mind of God. Mm. You know, and for me, it, when I read the Bible, it gave me the sense that God is, uh, he has the characteristics and this may sound weird that we have, 
because mm-hmm. he talks about his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, let his mind be in yeah, which is yeah, also yeah. in Christ. That uh, it talks about the mind of God, and and I was thinking about that, and I'm thinking, what must God's mind be like? <laughs> you know, I mean, all of those billions of things, trillions, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that's going on at the same time, yeah. but never collide, never crash. I was gonna, I was gonna say, even though it's comparable for like a way to grasp how God is. Um, I struggle to multitask with even two things, right? <laughs> do you know what I mean? And God is out commenting. here. Okay, don't do that. But God is out here literally thinking about every intricate part of us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. across the world, not even the most richest or the poorest. Yeah. Every single one of us, he's able to just do it simultaneously and to the same level. You know, sometimes we do multiple things mm-hmm. and the effort in them goes a bit lower or our concentration with them goes a bit lower, mm. but same energy yeah. for the whole I was off, I was thinking just recently that um, you know nowadays and maybe it's age I don't know. It's age. Um, <laughs> I I tend to want to do things and then forget what I'm about to do. Oh dear. And and um, kind of shaking her head, so it can't be age. It, it's age. Um, and and so <laughs> the idea is the idea is is that I'm thinking you know what if one day God had something on His mind mm. and He forgot. Now, 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 don't, listen, I'm not Scary being sacrilegious. Stuff. I'm just saying um, what chaos Honestly. we would have on this planet mm-hmm. if if God was absent minded like we are. Mm. Um, and I'm so glad. Hallelujah. That God's mind is sharp. Mm. And I'm I, I'm using the human term. Because it's beyond sharp. Of course, yeah. Um, and, and God is absolutely amazing. Mm. When I think about the goodness of God and what he has done for me, I can't help every now and then. Boy, I, I feel the holy now. dance no, coming. No, it's I too early. We're just starting coming. the yeah, show, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, God is absolutely amazing. Mm. And, and I, I honestly believe um, that as we meander our way through our morning devotions each morning, we must never forget, as we look into the mind of God, what we see is us. Who we see is us. Mm. In other words, God has you mm. on his mind. Amen. By my house there was this road, and I remember thinking this depression didn't go away. Uh, if I really just wanted to off myself, I could hit this bump in the road, and there's a pull off to the right side, and it, it'd be over. My story starts in 2006, uh, after running and gunning for a few years with my brother using heroin, cocaine. I didn't like who I was or who I was becoming. And I think there was a way back. I remember my brother and I were living in a basement. We were craving like crazy. You know, it had been probably 48 hours since we used and it got to the point where I felt that I needed to use as much as I needed to breathe. You know, one of our dealers uh, told us that you could steal 509s or 509s Levi's and trade them to the Mexican Mafia for heroin balloons. I was really scared, and I think I was more scared for my brother's life than I was for my own. Battling addiction, 
you typically don't do it alone. You're with a lot of friends, and um, after a period of time, you're going to lose a friend or two or three or four. And You know, my rock bottom was fear. One day we, we come home, and I didn't know really what was going on. We're sitting around as a family. They said, we want to talk about this drug problem. You know, they went around and started talking about how they wanted us to stop. And I remember, you know, lying. What really touched me is my lowest brother, Jaron. I could tell he didn't quite understand what was going on. And he looked at me and says, I just want my brother back. And uh, that was the beginning of a, of a turning point for me. So I remember sitting there in rehab, and I remember seeing these guys who had some sobriety, and they seemed to be happy, and I and I wasn't happy inside. You know, I had a lot of shame. I felt I, I wasn't deserving of God's love. And when they started talking about step two, uh, that my spiritual health could be restored, uh, that was fascinating to me. I had to know, and particularly, I had to know if, if I could be forgiven. Because I was convinced that if, if I didn't get an answer, <laughs> that there was really no hope. Why, why be here, you know? <laughs> so that night, as I got on my knees, I didn't even get a word out. I couldn't even get a word out because I had an overwhelming, an overwhelming sense of love. That, that feeling lasted for, it seemed like, 10 minutes. I just sat there in awe just feeling this power, this overwhelming sense of peace that I'd never felt in my entire life. And that was the beginning of my recovery. That's when I knew that, okay, all right, he's there. He's, he's there. Cry fire if we- 
never alone. And um, that is what the testimony was speaking to. And as I thought about someone who, and the testimony was talking about someone who was in addiction, it dawned on me that you don't only have to be in addiction to be alone. Mm. Um, it could be someone just out of a relationship. It could be someone in a marriage. It could be someone who has walked out on a job or just been terminated from a job. Mm. It could be someone that, uh, a young person that um, doesn't get on with their mom or, or doesn't get on with their, their family, mm. um, you know, or their dad. Um, it could be someone who's just gone through bereavement. And, and all of a sudden, you know, they begin to think about life and think how lonely life must be. Mm. Um, and, and as I listen to the song, the words of the song, it reminds us, hallelujah, and we talked about the mind of God, that we are never alone. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to worry because we're never alone. Um, God says, I will never leave you no, nor forsake, forsake you. you. Hallelujah. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, okay. neither its seed mm-hmm. begging bread. Mm-hmm. God consistently reminds us that he's in the struggle with us. He's, he's, he's there. He's in our fiery furnace. He's in our lion's den. Yeah. You know, um, and, and, and I'm reminded, um, and I, I noticed that Candice is nodding, so I'm going <laughs> to pick on her real quick since she's here. I'm reminding us Joseph, you know the story story of Joseph mm. where his 11 brothers is it 11 brothers he had I don't know if my math is great but anyway um, <laughs> um, he was in trouble uh, the brothers didn't seem to like him talking about loneliness in a family mm. you know that is deep to me that you can have 11 siblings and still be I was lonely. literally about to say like um I mean, the richest, sometimes we think it's to do with being poor or isolated, but loneliness can be so, like, within your mind. Mm -hmm. They could be surrounded by people that seemingly love you, surrounded by people that are like you, be the most popular person on earth, social media especially. It gives us this false sense of security and wholeness in it. Mm -hmm. But then that's why God is the missing piece or he's the solution to loneliness. Because you can have everything that on paper should make you feel okay, should make you feel loved. Yeah. can have all that and still have something missing and still feel lonely in those moments. So, If you are listening to us right now and you're feeling what we're saying, particularly about a lonely situation that you find yourself in, I'm going to ask you to send a message, a prayer request mm-hmm. in. Text us on 8228, write the word HOPE in caps, and then, of course, write your prayer request. Or you can get us at studio oh sorry studio at <laughs> adventistradio.london um any one of those mediums if you're on facebook adventist radio london That's is it. where we at and you can get us on there and instagram yeah. you can get us adventist radio london and we're on live as well and so we, if we'd you'd live. like to see our beautiful faces uh, oh yes, this yeah, morning yeah. Well, i don't know the morning time <laughs> is not probably it's compromising you but know, it's okay. um, um paul lee is probably better looking than i am in the morning have mercy uh he's probably no like comment. that all the time anyway so um <laughs> but other than that um, but anyway but um if you'd like to send in um that request and say you know pray for me um, throughout the show, we don't mind bowing our heads and saying a mm. word of prayer. Or if you have any other prayer needs, 
we want to invite you to use this opportunity um, between 7 and 7.30 every um, weekday morning to just send in your request to us and we will lift you up in prayer. You know why? Because God has you on his mind. This morning we took a sneak peek into the mind of God. And just before our news bulletin comes in at 7.30, I'm going to play a few bars off the next song and uh, invite you to send your prayer, prayer request in. Chronicles 7 verse 14 says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. The news on Adventist Radio London this morning. With inflation set to spike above 13% in October, the energy price cap expected to surge a recession forecast by the year's end. Economic policy has become the defining issue of the Conservative leadership campaign. A ceasefire between Israel and Palestinian militants overnight following three days of violence. The US Senate has passed Joe Biden's flagship economic package after a marathon overnight voting session that handed the president a major political victory just months before the midterm elections. At least 70 firefighters tackled a huge blaze that put dozens of homes at risk near Heathrow Airport. And lastly, the family of Emmerdale actor Sam Gannon, who died suddenly while visiting family abroad, have set a just giving 
appeal page to help bring his body back to the United Kingdom to be laid to rest. Wow. Um, wow, Paul, you know what I listened to the news this morning as we transition from devotion um, and I, I want to say into motivation. <laughs> um, it strikes me that this cost of living crisis is not going away. No, no, it's not. As a matter of fact, um, the forecast is that we are going into a recession. Wow. Um, the cost of living crisis has pushed everything up. Inflation's gone crazy. Mm. And uh, the average household um, cannot afford to pay the uh, the high cost of living as things stand with food prices through the roof, with um, petrol, with energy, mm-hmm. um, with clothes, with just about everything mm-hmm. going up. The average person who was uh, struggling will be pushed over the edge. Mm. And they say by October, we should see another spike in energy costs. That's correct. I mean, um, I, I heard yesterday that the uh, previous um, prime minister, and I'm trying to remember his name, da da dum 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 um, no, 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 Gordon Brown okay. was saying that um, what we need is mm. to have a, 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 an emergency budget. That's correct in order to try to circumvent mm. uh, what's about to come. Mm. Um, what it's, do you think? It is, I, it is rather unfortunate that the, um, the current prime minister uh, is now powerless. Mm. Um, in, he's not in a position, or he ought to have been in a position to be able to put together a budget. He's not been able to do that. Um, and that leaves the two candidates to let's just say, slug it out between themselves as to which economic policy will be best for yeah. the country, mm. neither of which can actually do anything until the first week of September after they have been elected into position. Mm. The other thing I thought fascinating, Paul, is that um, as we look at the news, up until now, it's been all about the Conservative Party and, you know, the race. Mm. I'm not hearing a lot of that anymore in the news. I'm watching the news yesterday. I listened to the bulletin today. And there isn't much being said about this race for number 10. Well, it's it's um, principally between two people. Mm-hmm. Um, both have policies um, that unfortunately have been debunked by the media uh, and people around them uh, made catastrophic mistakes, um, one of them being the uh, former chancellor uh, talking about uh, being proud of taking um, <laughs> money from uh, areas that are deprived mm-hmm. and giving it to yes. um, conservative areas. Um, and then the uh, the other candidate talking about um, a pay board that would determine whether people in particular areas receive a certain type of pay, mm-hmm. thereby putting people like teachers, nurses, firemen, police, uh, in a very difficult position. Um, And that, again, um, has been determined to be misunderstood. Mm. Uh, So as as we ponder those sort of things, uh, if you're not hearing anything positive, that's because they're still fighting between them. (laughs) And the last thing I I, I want to jump on in relations to what you just said, strikes. 
uh, it seems like every time I turn on the TV, yes, um, I've got the well, last Sabbath I was affected by not two Sabbaths ago the rail strike. Um, then of course you got the strike on the underground. Mm. Then I saw Sean Wallace, the Dark Destroyer, <laughs> my brother, and oh, yeah. um, um, standing out there with all the barristers. Mm. Um, who decided to down tools that day yes. and take the picket line and go on strike. Mm. I mean, you got the fire people talking about it, the nurses talking about it. It seems like, and I think there was a year, I can't remember the year when Margaret Thatcher was in power, mm. where the unions just went crazy right. and the whole country... Um, we had a national still. strike. That's correct. You you will, of course, remember the poll tax riots. Yes. <laughs> um, so uh, I think we are edging slowly towards that now. There's an article in The Guardian this morning mm-hmm. that talks about can't pay, won't pay. Wow. Where thousands of Britain vow to ignore the energy uh, crisis rises. Um, and so I think uh, by... Um, in not too long from now, I'm not hoping that that will happen, yeah. of course, but um, I think not too long from now, you are going to see some civil unrest wow. in the streets. Wow, wow, wow. Um, I said it was the last thing, but I've got to say Brexit. Um, I was on the M20 just the other day, saw the tailbacks, Paul. Yes. I mean, yes. I, I was stuck in that thing for like over an hour. I sat there and thinking, what on earth is going on? So I was asking the lorry driver that was in mm-hmm. front of me, mm-hmm. and I said to him, you know, what what is this? He said, this is normal. Since the Brexit vote has happened, mm-hmm. this M20 leading into the port mm-hmm. has been like a, a parking lot. It's yes. just, they're just there because of the tariffs, because yeah. of the visas. Yes. And remember, some of the drivers are not British. Mm-hmm. So they have to go through visa requirements before they could have rolled through with no problem. Well, unfortunately, it was one of those situations where you make a decision, but you don't actually think about the consequences sure. of the decision that you make, where it is uh, it is deemed that by uh, reclaiming your borders, mm-hmm. You have to recognize that other nations reclaim theirs too. too. Yeah. So uh, the privilege that you had to have been able to go smoothly through their borders, um, you've now, by your decision, made them strengthen their position. Yeah. So uh, if someone is coming through your borders, then you have to stop them. Yeah. And you have to check their passports. You have to do all of these things Mm -hmm. that you previously would not have done. Mm -hmm. Um, So by reclaiming your borders, you forced other nations to To do do the same. Yeah, yeah. And all of those who are going on holiday this morning, a friend of mine flew um, out yesterday. Um, The lines at the airport, the lines at the borders, um, and they're saying, why has this happened? Mm. Um, one of those is because we've reclaimed our borders. And the other, of course, is that people are off sick because the numbers of COVID-19 have gone through the roof yeah. once again. It's been the news with Reverend Dr. Pauli. And, um, and we want to thank him for um, bringing the news to us. He's part of In The News team. And um, uh, one thing I'm glad about, uh, uh, you know, is that Paul knows how to bring the Bible in mm. to the news. Love yeah. it, love it, love it. Um, Jonathan, what we got coming next? We've got 60-second um, SEC news. Yeah, let's people. go.
I'm Don Roberts, bringing you SEC News in 60 Seconds. London's Area 60 Day of Prayer was hosted by Clapton Church last Sabbath. Attendees from churches across the district participated in prayer sessions and shared testimonies throughout the day. The morning and evening service featured sermons by Elders Fitzroy Morris, Clarence Jackson and Claudius Monangati. Highlights also included an afternoon of Thanksgiving and a talk on the great prayers of King Hezekiah by Era 60 lead elder Anselm Narainsing. Ten days of camping, activities and worship at the SEC Adventurer and Pathfinder Camp of Rees at Faiselswood Activity Centre concluded last weekend. An appeal by guest speaker, Pastor Eugene Carolos from the Cape Conference in South Africa, saw 60 Pathfinders respond to a call for a baptism, which will take place on September 17th, World Pathfinder Day. Thanks for watching. See you next week.
We're back. Bringing you the best music, great vibes, and wisdom for your weekday morning. Join us, Ray Patrick, Paul Lee, and Josephine Wilkinson from 7 to 9 weekday mornings for the newest and greatest breakfast show on the radio. Oh, yes, I tell you, like the do in the morning. Wow, wow, wow. Um, Paul Lee brought the news to us, I tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a journalist, he's a singer, and multi-talented, a, a multi-talented man, oh. and, uh, and, and he's our director. And so we are privileged that at 6 o'clock in the morning, amen, mm. that uh, Paul is up and running, amen. Because uh, I knew if I was director, I'd probably be in bed directing things wow. from my bed, but maybe not. Wow. Maybe not. Um, and all <laughs> Josephine can say is wow. Okay. We praise God you're not director. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, we're, we're having our breakfast. What are you having for breakfast? Maybe you want to chime in and let us know. Um, 8228, write the word hope and then your message or... You can leave it on Facebook. I'm He's still swallowing your yeah. uh, You can leave it on Facebook. Um, not leave the breakfast, but tell us what you had on uh, Instagram. Tell us what you had, um, or having, I should say, uh, for breakfast. Or they can send uh, us some breakfast. Or, or they can send we you breakfast. Okay. We be anti- um, that is very South London. Yeah, um, yeah <laughs> send us breakfast. Um, anyway. Um, <laughs> um, but um, I'm having um, a chicken and mushroom uh, anyway, vegan chicken. Uh, well, uh, I, I leave you to guess that one. Um, <laughs> um, but then we have vegan. Who's shaking his head behind vegan. there? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but we are having a grand time here as we we make this transition from our devotional spot, and we're going to move in shortly to our children's um, spotlight. And the children's spotlight every morning is just to emphasize moral teachings from the Bible for our children. Mm. And that's what we want to do. And so we're going to ask you around the the 8 o'clock hour is to come and to put your child in front of uh, the device Mm -hmm. or maybe if you're in the car, turn up the volume and let them know that this moment in in time is for them. Yes. Um, uh, You know, uh, uh, one thing... my mom was the one. That, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to say this nicely. My mom was the one that um, used to read um, children's stories to us. Oh. And um, um, mom, if you're listening, close your ears. Oh. Um, because, um, you know, it wasn't very exciting. Oh, oh right. You no, know, no, no. It wasn't very exciting. But we had to listen. Yes. And, and I'm going to tell you this. It wasn't very exciting, but I can remember every single word that she told us. Um, You know, she didn't have animation. Um, She didn't have all those things. It was, Ray, sit down. Wow. And (laughs) she would tell us the story. And um, but guarantee you, I remember almost every word. And people ask me, how come you preach a lot without notes and you can tell the story? Mm. And it's because of those times. It's because of those times when mom would sit us down yeah. early in the morning around this time mm. and, um, and and tell us Bible stories. She never told us any other stories, you know. She didn't. Oh, really? No. Okay. Oh, I tell a lie. I tell a lie. Every now and then she would sit us down and tell us stories from Grenada. 
Okay. Uh, childhood. Oh yeah. yeah. Now those yeah. ones, life those stories. ones, they had she, va- life. She came alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mom came alive, man. Mom I'm still does you. though, isn't it? She yeah yeah, 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 yeah. She came alive. She was laughing. She was excited. Oh. Um, but when she told the Bible stories and the morals mm. of the stories, uh, she was very serious, man. Yeah, yeah. You didn't serious want mess. Business. You know, yeah, you yeah. you left home, headed for school, knowing that you know <laughs> anger is this and <laughs> bullying is this and mm. but she would tell it all from the scripture um Joseph, what was yours uh, well i shouldn't say what was yours like because you're still growing up but okay, anyway don't don't do that guys i don't do children's stories anymore mm-hmm. i read them but <laughs> um I, there wasn't actually many it was like bedtime stories with my dad so yeah. we used to read them but he gave energy if i'm mm. being honest yeah and we'd learn them together i have to say your munching is very distracting <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll say them together. We had Mrs. Pepperpot. I don't know if you guys know it. We used to um, read some poetry together. Um, and there was like a book, a big chunky book of bedtime stories that we used to go through. And they all had morals, even though they weren't really Christian books. They all had good morals to them. So we're going to we're going to head to our children's story. No song. Oh, we're going to head to a song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying that um, as we prepare for the children's story, um, we're going to um, make sure that you are in the mood. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For this particular story, because the moral here is we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength. And so uh, we're going to do that. We're going to roll right into our children's story back on the other side, of course, with more from your breakfast show team. On Adventist Radio London. I got the life of God. The life of God. There's a message, a simple truth that can set you free. It's alive in every tree and it can free you indeed when this truth you begin to see. The God who made all creation around you with just a word made all the world and all it holds has placed within every flower all of his mighty power. Every blossom has a message to unfold. Begun to let the 
went to the mountains to pray to God. He went alone and did not take his disciples along with him. His disciples set sail on a boat and by evening the boat was far away from land. Suddenly there came a huge storm. Jesus' disciples tried really hard to sail against the high waves and the strong winds. The sea kept raging and after a while his disciples were very tired and could not row any longer. They were beginning to despair. When at dawn, Jesus came to them, walking on the sea. At first, the disciples were really afraid, seeing a man walk on the sea. They thought it was a ghost. But then, Jesus called out to them and said, Don't be afraid. It is me who is walking on the water. His disciples rejoiced at the sight. Peter, one of Jesus' disciples, said, I want to walk on the water too. Jesus called Peter to him and he started walking on the water. Peter felt the wind against him and began to sink. He cried for help and Jesus caught him by his hand. Jesus was disappointed to see that Peter had such little faith in God. By then, the storm had stopped and the wind stopped blowing. Jesus, walking on the sea, proved to his disciples once again the fact that Jesus was truly the Son of God. 
Wow! Jesus walked on water? How cool is that? Now, it's time for a question. Today, the question is for Gumbo. So, Gumbo, tell me, what did the disciples think when Jesus came walking on the sea? They thought he was a ghost. You are absolutely correct. Good boy. Oh, when the saints go marching in. And that is our children's spotlight for the morning. And what I love about the story, so you got the grandma and you got two little caterpillars uh, doing their thing. I think <laughs> one is a caterpillar. I'm not sure. They're all caterpillars. They're all caterpillars? I think. Okay. <laughs> they look like caterpillars. They're green. <laughs> They're green. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call them caterpillars. Um, and um, grandma's telling the story. And I think that's a great idea because, um, you know, I didn't know my grandmas too well because they were in Grenada and we mm. were here. But um, um, I remember when my grandmother came to visit one day and she would tell a story. Aww. Now, you don't move. You can't move. You can't even <laughs> yawn. No, no, no. You are you crazy? And man, she had you in. I mean, a hold. Oh. And you had to be excited, just because. Mm. Um, but hopefully, our children who are listening out there this morning, um, the children who are listening out there this morning, they are probably saying they enjoyed the story. I hope so. I enjoyed it, you even enjoyed if it? no one else does. <laughs> <laughs> it was good. And so every every um, weekday morning, um, around this time, just yeah. before 8 o'clock, we will have our time with the children. And we're going to invite you to use the morals learned from these stories to help your children understand how much God loves them. Mm. This particular story was about God's ability to walk on water. Yeah, yeah. Um, do the impossible. And uh, we want to remind our children that as they go through life, there will come a time mm. when you're going to need God to do the impossible. Yeah. And things that are impossible with man are possible with God. And that's Luke 18, 25. Mm. And um, I just think it was awesome, awesome story. And that moral of the story is superb. And what did you guys think? I, I think it's... Um, <sighs> I think it's getting so much harder. And I think one thing we have to pray for for the young people is, oh, young people with the children, mm. um, is that when they see something miraculous happening, we're brought up in a society where everything has to be rationalized, like everything has to be made sense of. Mm. But by God's grace, like we can get young people just to look. And when they see these things, it doesn't need to be two plus two equals four. It can just be, wow, God really moves. Yeah. Or I see God moving in my life. And that's... You know, why ideally, I know it's hard. Everyone's so busy, you know, um, crisis with finances and stuff like that. So we're working all the time. But it's so important to have, as well as school life, like home life or another circle mm. that are reminding you of these things and not saying, oh, if it didn't work out this way, then it's not possible. Or I'm sure science can explain it by the end of the day. Science definitely has its place, mm -hmm. but it shouldn't eradicate the way God moves because right. he is still moving. So hopefully the kids out there and the parents listening as well, mm -hmm. um, they'll be reminded, you know, if we see something amazing happen, you know, let's just take it as God is moving, you yeah. know, and appreciate that for what it is because he is still yeah. moving for us. 
Um, and I want to uh, tell the, the children, um, don't do that in the swimming pool. Oh. Don't go to the deep try end walk. and try to walk on water. Why? Faith. Uh, uh, uh? Faith? No? See, don't stop. No? Okay. Don't stop. <laughs> there is a very thin line. By faith and what? Between faith and no faith. That, okay, or, that, that or, was the correct word. Or, or, or crazy faith. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but at the time, remember, a miracle is God using earthly things mm. or earthly situations to teach us heavenly lessons. And yeah, so God yeah. looks at what, yeah, it's a, there is a purpose yeah. to it. And we, yeah. we must follow that purpose. I think we forget that sometimes. Mm. Have you watched the videos of like pastors like pretending they can walk in the air or walk on water before, like false prophets and stuff like And we look at it and we're just like, what is the reason apart from like glorifying self, saying like they're capable of doing what Jesus did like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. So you're right. That's the key thing. There has to yeah, be a bigger purpose, a, purpose. a reason yeah, yeah. behind you. Because you ask the question, why doesn't God just stop doing stuff? Why doesn't God stop this? Why doesn't God stop that? Mm. And the reality is, is that the purpose. Mm. And, and, and with that in mind, um, children, we want you to drag your parents to the device. Mm. Yeah, around about five till eight, eight o'clock-ish every morning. And uh, as we have a time with you, Yes. And uh, we want them to emphasize the morals. Yeah. Hopefully, um, the children in the studio, sorry, the young people uh, in the studio would have learned that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I don't appreciate this. Well, it's okay. Look, we can, oh. Jesus says be like ch- uh, like a child. Mm-hmm. So that is what I'm doing. Yes, Jesus, yeah, Candice yeah. cl- clicking for me. Yeah, yes, yeah. <laughs> um, with that in mind, um, you want to do shout outs now? Shout outs. So guys, if you didn't know, we are on social media. If you missed it, we are on Instagram at the moment at Adventist Radio London. If you are not following us, please go ahead and do that. If you are not on social media, um, tell your young people to come on. We want everyone, no matter your age or your background, to join us. We are also on Facebook. I know it's not, I don't want to say it's for the young, not for the young, but... It's for those a bit older in the social media game. Um, we're on Facebook at Adventist Radio London. Also, if you want to get in contact with us, H228, um, write hope, leave a space, and then your message. Um, we have online at the moment on Facebook, we have Colin Watt. Uh, we appreciate you. You're saying good morning. Don't forget about Uncle Arthur's bedtime stories. And we were d- discussing mm-hmm. that during the break. Mm-hmm. I haven't personally grew up, grown up with it. But I know um, Paul and Ray were saying that they've really grown up with those Mm -hmm. bedtime stories. So big up for that. Um, We've also got on Instagram, we had Andre Johnson, Phil Francis, Wendy. Um, I know we had Michaela. Uh, Who else have we got? Wonderful music. I know that Instagram name from somewhere. Well, we have you there. Um, we have MKAA226. Um, we appreciate you guys joining us. <laughs> <laughs> Your code names and all. We appreciate you. God knows you. So that's all that matters. Um, we are up next with the song. It's Donnie McClurkin. And this is Lord, I Lift Your Name on High. We're getting into the morning. So we're going to have a bit of a smile, a bit of a boogie to get us going for the day. So we can so we lift him up. So we lift him up. So we lift him up. Oh my life. Oh my life. Everybody help me out. I want you to help me sing. 
simple song, you know it. It just says, Lord, I lift your name on high. Oh, yeah, you know it. Sing, Lord, I love to sing your praises. Say, I'm so glad you're in my life. Oh, my, my, my. song we have next is a request from Charlie, our very own Charlie, and this is Wonderful Is Your Name. Hezekiah.
wonderful is your name. I'm telling you, Hezekiah Walker, and I always say this when I listen to Hezekiah Walker, you never, he, this man can take one song, one phrase, and make a whole album. Mm. And uh, grateful, faithful. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, true, you know. He just takes it <laughs> and runs with it. Charlie, thank you for uh, that request. And if you'd like to request some uh, a song that we have, uh, if we don't have it, we'll get one close enough for you. Amen. Amen. Um, <laughs> with the same sentiments. Feel free to hit us up on 8228. Write the word hope. Um, you can get us on Instagram or on Facebook at Adventist Radio London. I like that, Josephine, the fact that we got all this uniform stuff. I know. Um, Adventist Radio London. Man, Paul, we're doing big things here. Um, you can hit us on any one of those <laughs> social medias on Adventist Radio London. You don't have to come to mine or go to Josephine's. You can go direct. We are stepping the game up here at Adventist Radio London. You know why? Because Christ deserves the best mm. and he's given us the best. While we were off air or while we listened to the song, let me say that, um, um, Candice came up with a good little thing about the proximity of Jesus. Mm. Uh, Candice, uh, share with us what you were sharing. I thought that was wonderful. And this was based on the children's story. Yeah, so we're seeing that Christ knew that even if his disciple would have, you know, lack faith in that mm-hmm. moment, he stood close enough with his hand outstretched, yeah. waiting to pull him out mm-hmm. of the deep waters. And sometimes we forget that Christ never leaves us in the deep waters. We think we have to wait until we reach shore and then pray. That God shows yeah, up. Yeah. No, He's there. Yeah. He never left. And I, I'm so happy that even if the waters of life seem mm-hmm. to drown us mm-hmm. and we seem to sink, mm-hmm. you know, He's there to pull us right out alive yeah. and not dead. Yeah. yeah. Amen. 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 And that's one thing they teach you in in the lifeguard training, and that is, you know, you stay close to the person that you are uh, concerned about. You don't stay from a distance and then come running when they get in trouble. You stay close enough. So so if they need to be reached, you can stretch your arm out and reach them. The other thing they teach you is always have something, um, a stick or something that you can throw in, hold on to, and then they can hold on to the stick. And I always can just think about that as being the cross. You know, uh, what happened at Calvary and and even when we are in difficult waters and it looks like we're about to sink. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Uh, here is the lifeline. Amen. Oh, and no. we throw out the light. God throws out the lifeline and we hold on to what God did for us on Calvary. Mm-hmm. And that's enough grace to make us rebound Amen. so Amen. we don't sink. Yeah. But now we're floating. Come on now. <laughs> hey. I wish it could keep into my mind right now. Because hey. a lot that the fact that if the cross could be, you know, that supporting mechanism to help us from sinking, mm-hmm. I was laughing at in Titanic, the, the door couldn't even fit the boat <laughs> on them. No, the door you know, could the fit both of them. She was being very selfish. Oh gosh, oh, you oh, see, uh, we uh, thank God. Me so mad. We thank God that Christ is not selfish. <laughs> Amen. I've, I've, I've never seen the Titanic. Um, oh well, the ending, the ending part is where um, they were trying to show that um, Rose and Jack they were trying to stay above water and not mm-hmm. freeze mm-hmm. Oh, it was okay. very cool remember the ice yeah, and yeah, everything yeah. Mm-hmm. so Jack and they found uh, a, a strong door mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. of those strong royal doors mm-hmm. that's supposed to support them yeah. and keep them 
and the both of them couldn't stay on board. They they flipped over. But Josephine is close, is how I say. It that makes me so mad. Yeah, they could uh, There was sufficient together. space for both of them to sit on that door. But the love story and the emotion was that, you know what? I will sacrifice yeah. myself and mm. leave you on the door and I will hold on to your hand and freeze to death, basically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. wow, 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 wow. Well, it sounds like a very um, gripping and engaging tale. Um, I, I, I preach on the story, though, many a times. Oh, and uh, you haven't yeah. watched it? Uh, no, 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 because I, I preach on the, the literal history <laughs> right, oh, as okay, opposed okay. to the movie. Oh, right. Yeah, there's something about the movie that tends to, to let me think they've added a little bit to embellish the story. Bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course. But one thing about the Titanic, and, and we talk about that, um, you know, um, what um, 1500 people lost their lives mm-hmm. in that situation um, because they were on board the invincible mm-hmm. and the unsinkable mm-hmm. ship the newspaper of the day said not even the hand of God mm-hmm. could sink her mm-hmm. God yeah. said, and God says wow. you know what because you know what, what I love about the story is it was a piece of ice mm-hmm. that caused the issue mm-hmm. but also in the story, hallelujah. Oh, Bring it. In the story, as 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 the thing was 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 going under, there was a there was a, a mayday right. shout, mm-hmm. but the captain of the ship was not at his post right. mm. because he was on board the unsinkable right. and invincible ship. Mm-hmm. Not even the hand of God could sink mm-hmm. him. So he was partying the night away. Then the next call was. Are there lifeboats on board? Mm. And no, because they were on board the unsinkable right. ship. Not even the hand of God could sink her. Mm. And, and the more and more you listen to the story, the more you realize that we put so much faith in human things mm-hmm. and material things, but very little in God. Yeah. Um, the reality is, is that I think it was April... 14th, 1912, that ship sunk. Mm -hmm. And um, today it's one of the biggest mysteries. Something that's engineered so well did not make it. Hmm. And anyone who was anybody who was on that boat, they lost their lives that Hmm. night. I think there was a couple of survivors. Yeah, of survivors, course. Yeah. But, but you know, as a sad thing, we're talking about water and we're talking about miracles. Um, so many people were anxious and excited to go on the Titanic, but yeah. not so much people was excited to go on the ark. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And the, the ark was able to like float yeah. on heavy waters. Yeah, yeah. You know, but God is able, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to come uh, back at you um, with our youth segment, um, um, our news. And as we roll through, the time is really flying. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, we roll through the time, and, and, and I should give you a time check, 8.19 in the a.m. here on Adventist Radio London. It's The Breakfast Show Ooh. with um, Ray. Josephine. And uh, Paul is in the distance, (laughs) (laughs) making sure everything is running according to how God will have it. And we have a guest in studio, um, Candice, visiting us from Trinidad. Um, Candice, before I go to the song, uh, let me ask you a quick question. Um, Do you guys have anything like this in Trinidad, like an Adventist breakfast show? No, no, no. Oh, Paul, we're we're (laughs) groundbreaking, Paul. We're groundbreaking. Okay, okay, so we what, what we need to do is do a, a simulcast, or, or what do they call that thing, where you, you syndicate, is that what they call when you, 
you put together all of your breakfast shows and send it to to Trinidad so that they can play it. I say we just get a flight over there. Oh, and start it there. That's that's what. <laughs> but personally, I would prefer. You're gonna walk with the mics and everything, right? Because <laughs> it's have nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, we've done many shows from Trinidad, so maybe this is another one we can go and do. Amen. 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 Um, Amen. In Trinidad. Thank God for technology, right? Thank God for technology. Amen. It's Amen. Venice Radio London, and it is The Breakfast Show. And uh, we're coming with... Fred Hammond, give me a clean heart. No 
Give Me A Clean Heart is the song. And uh, I want to say good morning to Bricks Kids. Um, our own Bricks Kids. We own them. We own oh, them. Oh, wait. No, Jesus yeah. owns them. Well, no, no, no. Jesus is in our business. <laughs> Amen. We own Bricks Kids. Craig, good morning to you. And um, it says morning to the gang. Yeah. We are um, gang. Now... Now, Paul don't look like a gangster. I don't look like a gangster. Don't, don't, don't do it. Someone advice. with a baseball cap on. Mm-hmm. I would and remove then, it. And then, the my other, and then the other one has an army jacket on. Oh, yeah. Military. Um, the army of Christ. Yeah, so, uh, we w- but we want to praise God anyway for his wonderful works towards the children of men, including the gangsters. Amen. Oh, morning, Fiona, as well. Um, nice to have you. Oh, Fiona, good morning to you. How are you doing? I'm glad you're on. Um, is, is that Fiona who was? Yes, that's Fiona. She was on Talking Point on on Sabbath afternoon. Oh, nice one. Um, with Paulie and Lois, and what oh. a show! If you can go yeah, yeah, back yeah, yeah, and yeah, listen yeah. to that um, that that program, not because I was I was hosting it, but mm. but 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 I, I mean the information that yeah. Fiona was giving Such out a good show. Um, in regards to um, people of color playing classical music mm. and and um i can't paul what was the name of that family um that, oh, yeah. that played classical music huh kenny mason, mason, mason family i went after the show i had to go listen to it they're wicked isn't it? unbelievable i mean really good sorry for i mean phenomenal <laughs> man i was blessed by it and then of course lois and the voice yeah um you know i i always wondered about you know about that um our young people going on these programs of voice mm. american idol mm-hmm. all of those things but when i saw the the um the cameras inside of brixton, brixton church, church yeah and she wasn't ashamed of her faith in god and mm. and that's where it began and that's where it will continue mm-hmm. um i was so happy yeah so happy that the biggest musical show on our networks was inside of one of our churches. Yeah, yeah. Um, to me, you can't beat that. And so um, she was one of the finalists. Yeah, um, she did so well. Um, but, you know, she won because I think God won. Mm-hmm. Um, when the cameras came inside of the church and and it was a time they took snippets off the message, snippets mm. off the people mm-hmm. talking. It was just great. It was just great. I felt good about the whole thing after that yeah so i'm gonna say to you if you if you feel the need to go on these programs i'm telling you now bridget i'm telling you right now in jesus name take them inside the church amen amen take them inside the church and um and we will be happy i think god will be more happy than we will be amen got some messages coming in i don't yeah, know if you can see got, them we've got bricks kid on and they're telling us um that they are good they're finishing our bricks kid retreat at hayswood okay Okay, okay. Um, I didn't even know they had a brisket. So maybe, Craig, if you're listening in, um, mm-hmm. that children's spotlight at 8 o'clock in the morning, yeah. amen, um, maybe oh. you can give us a little snippet of information at that time. Amen. 
Um, just, um, I don't know, maybe five, ten minutes, Craig, of, of info. We would love it. Uh, so let's have the conversation. You put them under pressure, right? <laughs> 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 private let's, conversation. Let's that. have that conversation. Yeah, it's a private conversation, but, but, but sometimes it publicly puts the pressure on. Amen. Oh, Fiona is saying, how are you all doing? And um, Fiona, we're doing well. Um, um, oh, well, you see, said you can work, work on, on it. that. Look at that. See, and you're thinking I'm putting Craig under pressure. Mm. You're putting Craig under pressure. We want to really lift up the name of Jesus um, and lift up Craig as well. Amen. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Yes, um, um, Fiona, Paul gave us the name of the family. Amen and amen. Well, let's go to music. We're back on the other side with another um, um, news moment from the bishop himself, Paul Lee. With inflation set to spike above 13% in October, the energy price cap 
expected to surge and a recession forecast by the end of the year, economic policy has become the defining issue of the Conservative leadership campaign. In relation to the cost of living, people are using cash to budget as July sees a record number of withdrawals, the Post Office said. More people are turning to cash for UK staycations and to help them budget in the cost of living crisis. Mm. Liz Trust and Rishi Sunak are divided over how best to solve the cost of living crisis as the Foreign Secretary ruled out further handouts while the ex-Chancellor promised to expand direct payments to households. A ceasefire between Israel and Palestinian militants held overnight following three days of violence. The US Senate has passed Joe Biden's flagship economic package after a marathon overnight voting session that handed the President a major political victory just months before the midterm elections. Lastly, at least 70 firefighters tackled a huge blaze that put dozens of homes at risk near Heathrow Airport. The London Brigade um, announced that uh, they've been working for hours to put out the fire engulfing trees, hedgerows, shrubs and decking at the rear of a row of houses on the Hereford Road in Feltham. Around 60 people were evacuated and at least 30 homes have been saved since the fire brigade was called out at 4.35 yesterday morning. Ah, Paul, thank you for that. You know, Paul, since this heat situation, so much fires are breaking out. Uh, I don't want to get into climate change debate, I'm going to leave that for you guys on a Sunday morning to decide whether that's hoax or is a moment. Mm. But is it because we're becoming more negligent? I mean, what, what, what is going on? Because these are not necessarily happening in the street or in the wild. They're happening in homes. Well, I think, um, I think it's exactly that, uh, a negligence of the uh, climate change mm. and the effects of climate change. Mm. And, uh, quite frankly, I believe that we have not been very good stewards yeah. of what we have. The, yeah. That God has put us in charge of things. We've not been as good at that, mm-hmm. and we are seeing the yeah. results of that. Yeah. And, Paul, you talk about good stewards, because some of us don't look at it in the light of stewardship. Mm. <laughs> you know, we, we, we often think about stewardship as giving tithes and offering. But you mentioned the word steward. Mm. Um, so does that mean God expects us? as well as preaching a health message and everything else, to preach a message whereby we look after the nature, the earth that God has given us. 100%. Um, God has allowed us um, and given us the intelligence to be able to do things um, Mm -hmm. in in such a way, uh, even to preserve what it is that we have, um, to look after the seas, to look after the animals, to look after our environment. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's very important that we do that. We have not been particularly good, and as a result, we're seeing exactly what can happen Mm -hmm. when we're not and and the other thing in the news you mentioned um cost of living amount that will be given i think to families right um on those things um i had a message i think it was um about a year ago um i was off school because i had a um ha- i was sick and so i signed up for universal credit 
And I remember, Paul, that uh, at the time it was a big contention as to whether mm. I would get it because, of course, I was working. Yes. Um, but one of the things is, is that I got a note just recently saying that I qualified for this payment. Mm. So I quickly ran to the thing and, you know, put my little you know, application in and all the rest of it, only to be told I'm not, <laughs> I won't get it. <laughs> yes. Um, but I'm listening to the rhetoric given to us by the government, and it seems to me that they are literally saying that every household should qualify. Yes and no. Okay. Yes and no. <laughs> um, it's it's very obvious that um, that people are struggling mm-hmm. one way or another. Um, it's targeting people who are struggling. Okay. And we know that uh, certainly within the last year, um, uh, in the last spending round, uh, there were cutbacks mm-hmm. um, in universal credits. Yes. Uh, so I think it was the average household, um, twenty pounds or thereabouts, was taken out of each payment. Okay. <clears throat> Something like that. Um, the fact is that uh, people are struggling, and because you live in um, a community of people who have. Mm-hmm does not mean that everybody has. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, we have to yeah. be very mindful That's of good. that. Unfortunately, the rhetoric that is um, current is that um, people can make do. But when you've lived with 12 years mm-hmm. of um, cutbacks mm-hmm. um, and you've seen your cost, the cost of living rise mm-hmm. and your spending power lowered, uh, it's no wonder people are, are dipping into the little that they do have. Yeah just to balance things out. Yeah. And people are turning to cash. Yes. Um, yes. People are turning to cash, which is interesting. Mm. I always thought that we were going to go cashless, mm. which we have. Well, I think it's it's really relative to using whatever cash savings mm-hmm. that you have mm-hmm. to be able to balance things out. Mm-hmm. Um, instead of going on holidays, you're having staycations, uh, which means that you're spending more in the home or yeah. around the home rather than um, using money to go away. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact is that the average person seems to be struggling. And with the um, the rise in the rate of inflation and in the cost of living, especially when it comes to utility bills and mm-hmm. things, you are going to find a lot of people in far worse trouble than we even thought. Mm, wow. Wow. It's been a new segment here on Adventist Radio London, The Breakfast Show. I want to thank um, our journalist in-house, Paul Lee, and you can hear him, Mark Gray, and Cynthia um, on a Sunday morning as they chop up the new, I mean, they proper go in. Um, and uh, our people in Tanzania, um, uh, Mark and Paul and Cynthia, are loving your program. Um, I actually had them tune in for my program, but I think they liked the one before even better. So we thank God that um, we can literally bring you what is happening on the ground here on Adventist Radio London.
for your weekday morning. Join us, Ray Patrick, Paul Lee, and Josephine Wilkinson from 7 to 9 weekday mornings for the newest and greatest breakfast show on the radio. opportunities that come your way. I have studied personal growth for a decade, read thousands of books, and I'd like to explain my main insight. This might sound strange, but it is my greatest advice. Listen close, I'll make it concise. The quickest, most efficient way to change your life is to change your life. Rearrange your life, architect your existence. It is as simple as this. Think about a seed. If you plant a seed and it doesn't grow, no matter how much you try and toil, you mustn't blame the seed. 
because the fault lies with the soil. I visited a graveyard not too long ago, and as I walked around that cemetery, I noticed something. On every tombstone, every single one, there's two things, a birth date and a death date. B to D. And then I realized that our lives, our very existences are summed up, totally encompassed in that line between the B and the D. Maybe that's why they call it a lifeline, because our life is that line. And if our lives are in between the letter B and the letter D in that joint, then that means our life is the C. And the C is choice. Now look, I'm not here to preach about life after death. I want to talk about something more important. Life before death. Because from cradle to grave, your life is the sum total of every choice you have ever made. And according to some scientists, the average person makes 35,000 choices per day. <laughs> but I don't believe that. Because if people made that many conscious choices every day, their lives would be different. And most people are so asleep with their head down moving so fast that they don't see their choices are being made on their behalf. <laughs> Let me explain. Do you know the number one predictor for how long you're gonna live? Is it A, blood pressure, B, exercise, or C, genes? It's D, none of those. <laughs> New research shows the best predictor for how long you're gonna live is not your genetic code, it's your zip code. Zip code, look it up. Where you live decides how long you live because your opportunity determines your possibilities. Your map determines where you get to. See, life is not like a box of chocolates. It's more like a restaurant and your choices are limited to what's on the menu. Where am I going with this? I'm saying if you wanna eat the real food of life, you must have the courage to order off the menu. Let me spell it out for you. Move, travel, change your environment, escape your comfort zone. Yeah, it's hard. Damn right it's hard. Sometimes you gotta cut the finger to save the arm. Sometimes you gotta cut friends out of your life and it will be sad. But you must hang with people with a common future, not just a common past. And don't worry about your mistakes. Don't even be concerned. Cause as they say, sometimes you win and sometimes you learn. This I can confirm, second chances do exist. I don't care what you did in those streets. The universe allows U-turns. But you must make a new choice. Decide on a new path. And when your time comes, I pray in the middle of your B and D is a squiggle, not just a dash. Oh yes, a squiggle and not just a dash. The B represents your birthday. The D represents your death day. In the middle, there is a journey. And if it's just a straight line, then normally that's a sign of death. But if there is a squiggle, an up and down, and, mm. and, and, and hopefully there's more ups than downs, then you may have an opportunity of the resurrection, in the resurrection, to live with God. 3,000 choices, they say, we make every single day. And here we sit, having to make more choices because of what we read in the news and our life continues to go
the question I have for you, and this, this, you know, Henry Wright has a sermon on that about living in between the dash between B and D, and 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 the question I have is, what will yours look like? Hmm. What influences your choices? This is a segment that we would like our young people to be challenged by every single day. It's about life and life's issues. Success is not about the moment. Success is about the life. And ultimately, Christ made a choice. Amen. And the choice was that we should live and he should die. And because he died, I can face tomorrow. Oh, I'm really coming. <laughs> um, because he died, all fears are gone. And I know who holds my future. Mm. And I declare that, um, I don't know about uh, Josephine, Paul, and Candace, but I've made up in my mind mm. that I'm going to choose to follow Jesus Christ. Mm. That's what governs my D-date. I have nothing to do with my B-date. That was mommy and dad. But I got a whole lot to do, amen, mm -hmm. with what happens before I die and how I am resurrected when Jesus comes a second time. Do you know what I love about this? Um, it talks about being able to make a U-turn and it emphasizes the need for like moment-by-moment -moment decisions. Mm -hmm. And I think in this life, we base our success on the end point yeah but so many times in the bible is telling us you know don't worry about tomorrow mm -hmm. don't keep on about what's happened before you know take each day as it comes because nothing is promised for us Hallelujah. and if we just changed our, pers our perspective on life and instead of just waiting for you know when we're 40 and have the house and have the family, that's when we'll feel content and that's when we'll excel, that's when we'll do better in terms of our character and all of that. Instead of waiting for that moment to do everything right, God is giving us opportunity after opportunity in those, how many choices do we have to make a day? 35,000. 35,000 per day and we're waiting until 30, 40 years of that before feeling like we should put an effort mm. in term or we just focusing on that one moment as what defines us being successful or well. But if we executed each one of those decisions, spoke to God first on each one of those decisions, and maybe speak to God about two <laughs> of those per <laughs> yeah, day, yeah, yeah, if yeah. that, and that's probably a prayer before I eat, mm -hmm. so nothing dodgy mm -hmm. happens, and mm -hmm. a prayer before I go to bed and when I wake up. Mm. But there's so many decisions in between that I haven't even put before God. And I just think, imagine if I put everything before God, mm -hmm. every single moment, each decision that came my way, no matter how big or small, um, I guarantee those big moments in our lives, everything will fall into place mm. and we won't stress in advance. We won't have anxiety in mm -hmm. advance for those moments. We won't have doubts or fears because we're focusing on each of those moments first and everything mm. just falls off the back of that by the end mm. of it. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting. Um, you mentioned if we really put God in those decisions mm. and that's the point he was making. Yeah. And that is if we consciously consciously made these decisions with God in them then we would be in a different place in our lives but mm -hmm. the reality is life continues we have no quality of decision making mm -hmm. and so we end up with no quality of life mm -hmm. the reality is as we think about our youth today he talked about um, killing one another he talked about the things we watch that influence decisions 
But I came by here to tell you, man, young people, and I'm not so young anymore. Mm. Um, give God, <laughs> give God an opportunity before you make a decision. Just whisper a prayer. Mm. Say, God, help me, show me, teach me in the way that I should go. And I want to encourage, um, like the young people, um, that even if we feel, I know one of my biggest downfalls or in a lot of our Christian walks is thinking when we've messed up a lot mm. or because we haven't been perfect with God or walking with him all the time, it's a struggle to go to him when we need something because yeah. we, we think, oh man, I haven't been the way I should be. I'm being very cheeky to come to God at this moment. Yeah. But there's no better time to start making God like at the forefront of your decisions than now. Yeah. Like there's nothing to hold us back. The fact is we're never going to be worthy to go before God's throne. Yeah. Even when it looks like we're doing good, like we're in church every week, you know, we're leading out in certain things. It looks like, okay, those people can go to God for anything. Mm. But what happens behind closed doors, what happens in our minds, God yeah. is seeing all of that and still saying, okay, let me put grace in there for you to come to me. Mm. So even if you feel like you've done the worst thing or you haven't spoken to God in years, mm -hmm. um, don't wait until maybe you fixed up a bit or you look better or you know later down the line you'll decide to choose god like choose him now and watch how he will move in your life like god proves himself to us sometimes Hallelujah. um and it's a beautiful thing to watch and it's not saying perfection will come out, out of that straight away but it can be the start of something really really great if we just let him in and mm. we'll see how our life changes amen amen mm. amen i'm going to end this show today with a word of prayer um, I'm, I'm not sure what song Josephine has lined up for us next but um, we want to end today with a word of prayer I want to pray for those that feel alone I promise to do that I want to pray for our young people our children those who are on the way into work and probably there's some anxiousness something that's going on because of the job you're going into maybe it's your home you've left home and things are not right today as we end our very first breakfast show here on Adventist Radio London <laughs> for this era. We want hallelujah to lift you in prayer.
Love the track, man, I tell you. Uh, out of everyone who loves you, God loves you the most. It's prayer time here on The Breakfast Show, and we're ending talking to Jehovah. Tammy says she wants prayer for healing. Anissa says, please mention my name. Um, Helen says... Uh, please, Pastor, pray for me. Joy says, safe traveling mercies. I want to pray for those who are going through lonely times, hard times, tough times. Father, this is no coincidence that we're here this morning on Adventist Radio London at the breakfast time. We believe that you would have us pray for every listener. And so that person that's driving into work, that person that is living home and things are not well, that person that is struggling with loneliness because all around them no one seems to notice them, that person who doesn't have the social skills, Lord, go to where they are right now, each of these individual categories, and deal with them according to your will. Grant unto them what they require for you promised to meet their needs according to your riches in glory. Heavenly Father, I pray for the names that were mentioned and I pray for the requests that have come in. One I remember particularly came in on Friday and I don't want to forget this. Um, uh, a lady that is going through the IVF treatment and really needs prayer. She's not sure. She's a bit concerned. And so, Lord, go to her and help her make that decision. And then the young people, Lord, they have to make choices. As we heard in the video clip, I pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that today they will choose life and not death. They will choose Christ and not Satan. I pray, Lord, that you will continue to be with us as we continue to minister here at Adventist Radio London. And if there's someone listening to my voice and they were touched by the words of a song or maybe something that was said and you'd like to know more about God, I'm going to invite you, please, to send in a request uh, through 8228-HOPE. Let us know what your request is, Bible study, prayer, and we will be happy to pray for you, to study with you and to guide you into the ways of Jesus Christ. Father, we love you and we thank you for choosing us 
and for being with us throughout this day. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Amen. And amen. As we leave the airwaves this morning and we get ready for our programming throughout Adventist Radio London, I want to remind you at 5 o'clock this evening, we have um, Candice Andrews um, with us from Trinidad. And uh, we'll be talking the end time stuff. It's the end time series as we look at it from a relevant way as you drive home this evening. We believe that what God has given her to give to us throughout this week from 5 to 7, will be absolutely amazing. We'll have a time of prayer, we'll have music, and we'll have the Word. Join us this evening. May God bless you. Dentist Radio London, inspiration for the soul.